Sex and Money with Jess is a podcast dedicated to helping you deepen your relationship with yourself and others when it comes to sex and money. I'm your host, Jess, and my mission is to give you the tools to step outside of your comfort zone and into your empowered self. Here, I encourage you to let go of shame and societal pressures and reimagine your future the way you want it. If you're ready to gain more confidence, feel sexier, and become more secure in your finances, I invite you to put on your favorite outfit, pull out your bank statements, and let's get started. Welcome. We are officially on episode six, which has me excited and in awe that we're already halfway through our money conversations. This was a project that I wanted to start a couple of years ago. I just never got around to it. And here I am taking a leap of faith and in your ear talking to you about a topic that I love so much. If you would have told me two years ago that I would actually be doing the thing, (laughs) I would have probably laughed in your face. But we're here and it's I, I feel so grateful and I feel so, you know, honored to be able to be doing this. I hope that so far you've been able to take some key takeaways away, found some moments in your life that maybe you want to change, things you want to be better at. I know I certainly have. I've actually been listening back to my episodes and Personally, I'm taking things away from this that I didn't even think about. And I think that's really insightful for myself because I'm just like you. I get caught up in the day-to-day. I get caught up in what life is supposed to be like, that I forget that there are areas within my own personal finances that I want to be better at, that I want to change. You know, I forget how much I've grown over the past 10, 15, 20 years that I've pretty much had my own financial journey. And there's always lessons from my past self that I'm always trying to take away and be like, oh yeah, I've done this. I've been here before. What did I learn in that situation? And what can I learn now? Which is why I think it's important for myself to listen back to my podcast episodes to remind myself when I get in those moments where I want to do quick fixes or feel shame around something I can remind myself how to get out of that cycle and then make the proper decision that benefits my end goal and when I say that I'm happy that I've started this. I truly mean it. Podcasts have been around for a long time. And the idea of stepping into a market that's already there and not being at the forefront of it is kind of, I don't want to say scary. Scary is not the right word. It kind of makes me feel sometimes as if it's a waste of time. Like, why would I start now? There are already podcasts out there on the topics that I want to talk about, it's important for me to be here for myself, for you guys. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today is it's never too late to start. 
when it comes to your personal finances, especially as you start to get into your late 20s, your 30s, your 40s, so on and so forth, you start to feel as if you've lost X amount of years to do better, to be in a better situation, to be in a better place, or maybe not better necessarily, just different. And I think as humans, we sometimes look at where we could be. We let that where we could have been potential stop us from our actual potential. I think about my life right now. I am 35. I live in an apartment complex. I have a pretty decent retirement portfolio, but I don't have what I think would be a good investment portfolio because really it's nothing. Um, (laughs) And there are places that I sometimes feel like I should be at as a 35-year-old. I should own a house. I should have multiple six figures in my savings account. I should have a good investment portfolio. And those should haves and the place that the economy is at currently sometimes make me hesitate and think maybe I shouldn't start. What is the point of me putting $100 a month into a Fidelity account? What is the point of me saving up money for a down payment on a house? Because if I think about it, we all saw in 2020 when the pandemic happened through 2021, 2022, housing market soar. Like housing prices went up through the roof, interest rates came down. It was kind of a glorious time to be both a buyer and a seller. Because if you're a buyer, you had really low interest rates. If you were a seller, you got a really good bang for your buck. And then when we started to come in to 2023, we saw interest rates continuously creep up, making it more difficult to become a buyer. And looking at the economy, I'm constantly hearing, you need to buy now because it's only going to get worse. Or interest rates are supposed to drop in 2025 or any of anybody else's predictions. And it's those words, that feedback coming from the outside world that's telling me you're too late. You should have bought a house in 2022. You should never have moved into an apartment complex. You should have gone straight into a house or When we saw the economy kind of dip during the pandemic, the investments, some stock prices went to a lower price. My brain is telling me, you should have bought at that time instead of now. And it's really scary. It's really overwhelming hearing all of these external opinions and predictions when it comes to me little old 35-year-old Jessica trying to be like, hey, I want something different for my life. But what? Is any of it possible? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's overwhelming. So I sit here and I ask myself, why do I want to buy a house? There are multiple reasons. 
this past week, um, my partner and I <laughs> were getting a little frustrated with our apartment complex um, because we've been without hot water for a few months. And him and I had a phone call with each other. And at the end of the phone call, we both said, this is the last lease. So obviously, here I am feeling the pressures of I'm not extending this lease, at least not for another 12 or 15 months. I might have to do one or two months, depending upon where I am in the house buying process. But I certainly am frustrated and not looking forward to having to stay here past January. And that pressure is a little scary, but it's also, it's exciting because I know my why. And there are a lot of other reasons besides the hot water issue that play into me not wanting to extend my lease. But as scary as it is, the idea of saving up all this money for a down payment and buying a house in about a year, it's exciting. And I know that if I don't start now, I'm not going to get there. My brain tries to do a lot of quick math to be like, oh, I'm only going to have X amount of dollars in my savings account. I've got to figure this part of my bank account out. I've got to figure out my student loan debt. I've got to figure out this area of my finances. It starts to ping through everything that I have to do. And then I get overwhelmed again and I go, what am I doing? Why am I putting myself through the stress? But also at the same time, starting now, 11, 12 months out from when I'm going to buy that house is going to give me the time and the tools and the space to figure all of that noise out. And I can sit down and I can take the time and look at each individual scenario, each individual account and massage what I need to massage, change what I need to change in order to be prepared. When we get stuck in that fear trap and we try to think about where we could have been had we started when we were 25, when we were 18, when we were 36, our brain starts to panic and we start to kind of revert back to that shame feeling of, I didn't do it right. I'm not good enough. I don't deserve this. And that's not the space we want to be in when we're thinking of our future, when we're thinking of our goals. It's not the space that we want to be in when we're trying to figure out how to make that goal happen. Because when we're stuck in the fight or flight mode, when we're stuck in the fear and the foundation of I should have done, I wish I would have done. We keep focusing on the past and that that needs to stay in the past. You can't change it. Would it be nice to get a time machine and go back in time and change things around? Absolutely. I would love to do that. 
But I also know that by sitting where I am today and saying, okay, it might take me a little bit extra time to achieve my goal because I'm starting later. But you know what? At least I'll get there. At least I will be able to achieve what I want to achieve when the time is right. Hey, if you're enjoying the show and are looking to go deeper in a way that is more personalized to you, visit lovealwaysjess.com forward slash get started to discover more ways to work with me. I understand that there is no one size fits all approach to sex and money. So let's get to discovering your own goals and building the path to lead you there. That's lovealwaysjess.com forward slash get started. Okay, back to the show. I started the preparation for this podcast back in October. There's a part of me at that time who said, well, you could have started this two years ago. Where would you be now? But by focusing on 2024 and what I wanted to present in 2024, that allowed me to sit down in October and November and December and kind of map out what I was going to do to show up here. It allowed me to find the production team I wanted to hire. It allowed me to figure out what I wanted to talk about. It allowed me to feel at ease speaking to a microphone. And also it gave me the time to build the confidence up to be here. If I would have stayed and focused on the, you should have started this X amount of years ago, I would still be there. I wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be here today on episode six. So pause for a moment. Ask yourself, where do you want to be? What is your goal? My goal is to buy a house in the next year. Forgetting about the past. What do I need to do today to make that happen? For me, that looks like saying no to further education for this year. That looks like saying no to paying other coaches. I love working with business coaches and other life coaches, but this goal that I want to achieve requires me for 12 months to say no. It requires me to cook more at home. There's a lot of things that I should be spending my energy on instead of focusing on the what ifs. Where could I have been? So I'm choosing to spend my energy on what is right in front of me. What pieces can I change? Outside of buying a house, I also want to spend more time in the stock market, understanding, learning, growing my money there. Because I'm in the process of trying to save up to buy a house, I don't just want to dump a lot of money into the stock market, but I am allowing myself to play around a little bit to see what can happen. Because when we open that door for our money to grow and be used, not only is it fun, but it could be beneficial in the future. You know, I think back to 
my parents when I got my first job out of college, they told me to start putting away into a 401k. Whatever the company matches, make sure you're putting at least that amount away because the stock market grows. We've seen crashes, but we've also seen recoveries. And my parents told me at that time, if I would have started at your age, I would be in a much better situation than we are now. So I started with the minimum amount. I think my company at the time was matching 5%. So I started with the minimum amount, putting 5% of my my paycheck at the time in. I've since grown that to more, but similarly to me investing into my 401k, I'm choosing to put $100 a month into my stock account. And I go in and I pick and choose stocks that seem interesting to me. I try to spend time learning the ins and outs, but I'm starting small. And over time, that money will grow and it'll accumulate. Sure, we'll see dips, we'll see rises, ebbs and flows, just like life. The stock market follows that. But by starting small, it allows me wiggle room to not blow all of my money because sometimes that does happen. (laughs) But it also allows me to grow knowledge create a sound foundation, and learn more about the stock market. If I waited until I had all the information, I would miss out on a lot, potentially. I don't know. You never know with the stock market. But (laughs) if I waited until I was ready, one, I may never be ready. But two, I could have missed out on a great opportunity. So not only am I choosing to start today, so that I don't miss out on a lot of great things in the future. But I'm also choosing to start today so that I can learn, so that I can continue to grow into the future me that has a great investment portfolio, that has a house. The beautiful thing about starting today is that we have all the lessons we've learned in the past sitting with us. We have all the lessons being to be learned in the future. And we have this golden opportunity to say, hey, I'm going to be different. I'm going to create different. Who I am sitting here February of 2024 is not who I am going to be where I'm going to be, how I'm going to be in February of 2025, 2035, 2045, however far out you think you're going to live. So what is your goal? Why is that your goal? And what about that goal scares you? Take some time to figure that out and then ask yourself, what do I need to do today? to start making that goal happen. Even if it's one small choice, make it today. Repeat it tomorrow. Continue it into next week. And over time, 
that goal will happen. As I said, it might happen slower than if you would have started 10 years ago. Or maybe by putting the energy into it and getting the ball rolling, it might happen quicker than you expected. We don't know what the future is actually going to look like. But what we do know is if we don't start now, that thing is not going to happen. As in order for that thing to happen, you have to start. I think it's Elizabeth Gilbert who wrote Big Magic. I know it's the book Big Magic, but forgive me if I have the author incorrect. (laughs) She talks about how there's these dreams floating around in the universe. And then they come up to somebody and they're like, you're my person. You're going to make me happen. And they keep pestering you, saying, make me happen. Come on, bring me to fruition. (laughs) And sometimes if you don't start, the dream will flutter away and find another person who's ready to start. And other times it'll keep pestering you and pestering you and pestering you until you're ready to actually start. And then when you start, it happens like a lightning bolt, lickety split. Be that person. Be that person who says to the dream, okay, I'm going to start. We're going to make this happen. I don't know how. I don't know by when, but we're going to do it. Because that is much more exciting than regretting not having ever chased the dream down the road. I believe in whatever dream you are chasing. I believe in your ability and your power to make it happen. You just have to start. Don't worry about if it's too late. Don't worry about if you would have started. Just do. Just do and believe and chase, start, and get after it. We are all capable of reaching our goals. And yes, I do mean you. You are capable. So choose to show up for yourself today. Believe in your potentiality and get out there and do the thing. Because you can either choose to stay exactly where you're at today, which I'm sure you're not 100% okay with. Or you can be in a different spot this time next year. And trust me when I say I have to take my own advice on this topic. Because I want that house. I can't wait five, six, seven months. I can't wait until next year and start house shopping and being like, oh, I'm not exactly there with my finances. I'll wait a little bit more. No, I have to start today. So join me. Whatever your goal is, let's do this together. We've got it, fam. (laughs) I believe in us. I love you. I hope that the rest of your week goes well. And I'm excited to see where this energy, this freshness of starting takes you. It's going to be bomb. I believe it. Have a great rest of your day. Love you. Thank you for listening. I hope this episode left you feeling more confident in the future you are creating. 
I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave a review. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know somebody who could benefit from this podcast on their own personal journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world are people who are thriving in their financial and sexual lives. And if you're ready to dive in deeper, please go to lovealwaysjess.com forward slash get started to find out more ways that you can work with me. May your day and week ahead be filled with love. See you next week.